The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, everyone, to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm, and I'm Terry Kennedy. Yes, you excuse, are, Terry. Excuse me about that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, today we're going to explore one of our favorite topics, which is angels. And to help us kind of explore and expand this topic is a special guest, Reverend Carla Healy, who is going to be talking to us and with us on this subject. Hello. Hi, Tom uh, and Terry. <laughs> it's hi, really Carla. great to be able to be here. And this is a subject I just love. Well, and I know that for a fact because I have been with you on kind of a world tour, if you will. We were in the Philippines. Uh, about, what, three years ago? Yeah. On a program about archangels. And one of the great things, by the way, I was thinking about this before the show. We would get into these jeepneys after the show and travel around Manila. <laughs> they all had archangels. They had statues. They had images. They had icons in their, these buses. Oh, really? Little, yeah, it's great. Right. They're oh, really wonderful. a great heart, heart-centered culture with a lot of angelic connection. That's but anyway, right. tell us a little bit about what you've done in that realm of the angels and archangels. Well, um, we have a seminar called The Healing Power of Angels, Mm -hmm. and the archangels come for the healing of the electromagnetic field, which is the aura, Mm. and and we study all of the seven archangels, and I've taken that to Italy, to Russia, of course, the Philippines, Mexico, Canada, and a number of places in the United States. Wonderful. And people have really felt the presence of the angels. Well, you know, we were asking this question before we began the show. You know, one of the key questions is, why were angels made? You know, what do they do? We kind of maybe start there and just we'll kind of go where the Holy Spirit takes us. Well, it's interesting. The angels were made way, way long ago, way (laughs) before uh, man was made by God. And when they are actually ministers or they've been called nursemaids because you think, yeah. yeah. They are here to serve man. They are to help us. Angelus comes in the Latin, does it not? Meaning messenger. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And angel, another another uh, understanding of angel is angle. They're <laughs> yeah. an angle of God's consciousness. Like that. So they were created, and they were they were blissful, like a, kind of like a Dore painting we were mentioning yeah, earlier. Right, right. And uh, what kinds of things were they accomplishing before, uh, or do we know really? I mean, they were just. Well, we were, what I'm thinking, I don't really know, but I think that they were in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And um, as they basked in the light, they they absorbed the rays, the seven rays of God. And um, 
probably if I was around God, I would just be in awe and adoration. Yeah, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until I had something to do, a mission to do, and then off that's I'd right. go, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of what the angels do. They they go and they get recharged. They go, you know, they talk about Archangel Gabriel, and he goes up to the great central sun, and he gets recharged with the light, and they come back down mm-hmm. to be uh, at our beck and command. Now, and this is an interesting point because in our books, as we'll talk about some of those books later on in the show, angels do come at our command, but they will not interfere without our permission, if you will, our free will choice. That's right. And I find that fascinating because I think as they're probably sitting right there now waiting, tell us, give us something to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can imagine that. Well, they're in our presence right now. I mean, just yeah. they're, but, but they do need to be commanded, yeah. don't they? Yeah. That's right. They... Because we have free will, and this is what they call the footstool kingdom, where man is meant to take command, to take dominion, as you read in the Bible, they're not going to interfere for the most case. I mean, I can tell you a story in my life where an angel saved my life, I believe, when I was about 16, and I was driving home from somewhere, and I was in my mother's little Triumph convertible with the top down, and somebody drove in front of me and I swerved to miss him and the car rolled over and the next thing I know I was running down the road I have no idea how I got out of it the car I had it and 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 the man I don't know if this is the man that even rode in front of me he picked me up and he took me to the hospital I had a gash in my knee and so I found that after that experience I was home and I went I have a mission in this life I had this strong sense of mission and then when I found the teachings of the Ascended Masters, we were in a, uh, a meeting with Elizabeth Clare Prophet, and she was asking people to tell stories of how angels had helped them. And at that point, I went, oh, my goodness, I think <laughs> Archangel Michael saved my life. Mm-hmm. He it's, was your roll bar because the top was down, and that, so something was there. Something got me out of that car. That's right. Well, and I think this kind of, maybe somewhat obliquely, but it leads us into the question for today's program, which is, you know, how do we work with angels, we know they're there, we believe they're there, we know that they are enjoined to aid and assist us to be messengers or helpers or mentors or guides or whatever, for which we have to ask for their participation. But assuming that we're willing to ask for that participation, what do we do with the angels? How do we help, how do we help ourselves, or others for that matter, with their assistance? Well, um I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, you know. There's a story that comes. Well, we 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 give them an assignment. We, we yeah, we have to we have to give them something to do. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just waiting, and so we can call. For instance, uh, I've gotten in the habit of calling to the seven archangels and their divine compliments uh, on a daily basis, sometimes twice a day. You know, up and down the highway or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, I have very specific things I want them to do. I want them to go after, for instance, all terrorism on the planet. Uh, you know, I can get very specific on who I name and, and one thing and another. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So that's kind of the assignment I give them every day. Well, I think one of the things I'm wanting to get to is that it's rather simple to work with angels. I mean, this yeah. is nothing complicated. Anybody can do it. You simply have to make that call or that prayer or... I don't want to say command necessarily because some people might misinterpret that to mean, you know, something authoritative. But I think commanding an angel to perform a lawful service is something that they're ready and willing and able to do at our beck and call. So when we decide how we're going to work with them, we can make it personal. Right. We can make it global. 
or anything in between, right? That's right. And I think the important part is to have the sense of who you are, that we are sons and daughters of God. Worthy to command. We're worthy to command an angel. And and the way we do it is we, we call them in the name of our higher self because, let's face it, we may feel that, you know, uh, we may not have that full sense of that worthiness of God or the presence of God with us, but it really is with us. Mm-hmm. And we see it in the chart of our divine presence with the I am presence and the Holy Christ self and the lower figure. And what's really interesting to me and what I do every day is I pray to Archangel Michael in the morning mm-hmm. and I give his, his, his call. There's a, there's a, a decree 10.00 that I give every day. And what I feel when I do that, one of the things that I feel is that the angels help us connect with God. And they protect and seal us mm-hmm. in this sense of our connection to God. And the reason I think Archangel Michael is, is particularly good at that is because he's the one who was, spoke out of the burning bush <laughs> and told Moses the name of God, which is, I am that I am, which is a word that we use all the time, I am. It's the, it's the name of God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that they're, they're that close to us. They're right in our heart, right next to our heart. And I know one of the, I do the same thing you do. We do the, the Archangel Michael calls in the morning. But one of them that I had learned a few years ago, which was, I invite you into my house, meaning that we invite Archangel Michael and his uh, blue flame angels to help clean out those vortices of shadow, darkness, evil, ignorance, whatever it may be lurking within our own consciousness. That's right. So come on in and help me illumine those corners. I, I mean, I love the idea that there's an archangel working inside my consciousness right now, mm-hmm. helping to lift me up. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you know, bringing the word of God to me, and then we are reminded that I am can be translated to God in me is. That's right. So that you know, we're 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 just. It's amazing how intimate this all is. Really. Yeah, and and <laughs> and it very personal for ourselves, and then we can make the calls for our for our family, mm-hmm. for our community, for our nation, and for the planet. We can just do. Whatever, whatever we decide to do, by and the grace of God, by the grace of God, they'll be right there. And we have to be careful too that, that the requests of the commands we make are lawful. Mm-hmm. You can't ask an archangel to break the law. You can't ask him to break God's law, certainly or cosmic law. Right. So you have to be, you know, pretty careful there because you're not going to get the answer you want if you're kind of doing it with some nefarious intent. Yeah. Well, I think uh, another thing when you were talking, Tom, I was thinking about something that Archangel Michael does, and he said. He, his divine complement is faith. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, you know, we, there's a lot of fear around. There's a lot going on in the world that you could be afraid of. You know, right. if, you, if you live in some of these countries where I, I can't imagine where there's terrorists and you're walking around. I mean, you live with fear. And then we have other mm-hmm. fears, you know, our psychological fears and things that inhibit us from really being who we are. Archangel Michael says, give me your fears and doubt I will give you my faith. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and that faith is the faith of God in you, you know, in me and in, in everyone, the faith and the knowledge that he is there for us. And that bears repeating. Give me your fear, your doubt. I will give you my faith. Yeah. It does. There's Ooh. a bumper sticker for you. <laughs> That's right. That's a billboard. <laughs> yeah, it's That's a billboard. <laughs> With a great picture of Archangel Michael on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's another issue here, I think, that... In fact, I think it was mentioned when you were talking about the angels being created far before we were, that while we have free will, and while we know that angels will never abridge our free will, they have free will as well. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that for a minute. What kind of 
choices would they be making being angels? Well, I think... Um, I remember a long time ago before I found the teachings, I was working with someone who said, where did evil come from? How could God create evil? And I didn't know how to answer that question. And now I can tell you Mm. that God never created evil. It was a choice. It was a choice. And what happened with the angels is that when God created man, the angels helped him. In fact, Lucifer was a very, very high angel and he had he knew the secrets of creation. So can you imagine God and I don't know how he did it exactly, but <laughs> suddenly there's this beautiful son of God. And then God says, Okay, angels, serve the Son of God. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer said, Wait a minute, I was here first. I was here before them. You know, I, I know better than them. So what does that sound like? Pride. Yeah. Pride. Yeah. So yes. pride goeth before the fall. Isn't Indeed. that what they say? Yes. That's and what they proved. So what happened is they went down in vibration. They started to enter into these quality, not qualities, mm-hmm. um, energies and thoughts that were less than the purity of God, which caused them to go in, down in vibration. They couldn't, re- they couldn't reside in the realms of heaven anymore. Mm-hmm. And so Archangel Michael had to come and cast them out of heaven. And there was a great war in heaven that we read about in Revelations. Well, and inherent in that act, of course, is the answer to the question, do they have free will? They certainly do, and they exercised it. Not very well, particularly, but they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, well, anyway, um, we're so there coming was a, up. There was a great war in heaven. Look, we was. can talk about that maybe after we've listened well, to a you couple know, of segments. Um, we, we do have a number of books on angels. We, again, as I say, we'll talk about those more towards the end of the show. But there's one in particular, Fallen Angels Among Us. Yes. Which does talk about the fall, and it talks about where the angels are now, what they're doing, what they're trying to do to us to uh, steal our light. Anyway, we're coming up to a break. And when we come back, we're going to listen to an excerpt from a lecture by Mrs. Prophet, which is going to answer, among other things, the question, why should we contact angels? So please stay with us. We'll be back in just a few moments. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. 
They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you very much for staying with us. You're listening to The Open Door. And today we're talking about angels, how to work with angels. And in particular, we're going to listen to an excerpt from a lecture by Elizabeth Claire Prophet on how to contact angels, how and why. So here we are. Why should we contact angels? Simply because they are our guides, guardians, and friends, and simply because God created angels to help us, to minister unto us, and to do many wonderful things for us. I was interested to read the story in the March 1992 issue of Life magazine, which told of how angels brought comfort to one family. Dr. Diane Comp, an oncologist and professor of pediatrics from Yale University, sat with a family at the bedside of their seven-year-old daughter. She was dying of leukemia. In her final moments, she suddenly sat up, summoned with strength, and said, Mommy, can you see them? Do you hear their singing? I've never heard such beautiful singing. Whereupon the child laid down and breathed her last breath. Dr. Comp said that the only thing that she could describe as to what she felt was summed up in the word gift. The angels had given a gift to the parents, bringing comfort to them that there was something more, something more than they could see and that their daughter was in good hands. And so they could truly understand the grieving and then the letting go of her passing. They could never forget that the angels were waiting to receive their daughter in heaven. But would they know that those same angels would be preparing her soul to return to earth sometime in a future embodiment? The word angel comes from the Latin angelus, meaning messenger. Angels are God's messengers sent to us. They are divine spirits. They are heralds of the Son of God. And they go before him to proclaim his day. So who are the angels? Who are you? Who am I? 
the author of Hebrews tells us a mystery which I would like to unveil this evening. No one is quite sure who wrote the book of Hebrews. I have even wondered if our Lord wrote it himself because it is so mystical and so profound and it tells us things about Jesus that no other scripture tells us. And so the book begins with these words. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers and the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. The author of Hebrews is explaining to us the hierarchy of heaven of the angels, of the Son of God, and of the sons and daughters of God. We are beginning to understand what our lawful place is in relationship to God, his Son, and his angels. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my Son, this day have I begotten thee. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. Now we know that the angels of God worship the living Christ, the Son of God. And of the angels God said, Who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. So angels are spirits of God, they are ministers who minister unto us. They are ministering servants, but they are made of a flame of fire. So now we know that the nature of angels is something different from our own nature. They are made of the fire of God itself. But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens and the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest and they shall all wax old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits? Send forth to minister for them, who shall be heirs of salvation. We then are the heirs of the salvation of Jesus Christ, and we know that God has sent his emissaries, his ministering servants, his angels, to assist us 
in the very day-to-day -day process of our salvation. So now we know why we should get to know angels, why we should interact with them, because God has ordained them unto the glorification of his Son in our body and in our members. So God, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire, created angels before he created us. Why? So that when he created us, we would have caretakers. We would have someone to care for us. He fashioned angels out of his own flaming presence, his own flaming spirit. Therefore, when we consider angels and we consider our presence, we can understand that that Holy Christ presence has many times been called the guardian angel. People think of the guardian angel as just another angel, but the true guardian presence of our life is Christ the Lord personified in the one whom we address as the Holy Christ self. We are liberated then from the sense that we will forevermore be sinners, cast in a mold of flesh and original sin, that we can truly rise to that stature of the fullness of Christ because God ordained it, and not only did he ordain it, but he sent us angels to preach to us, to heal us, to care for us, to enlighten us, to move us to the understanding that God would never send us forth into these lower levels of our karma without himself going along. God came along with us to this world in the person of that Holy Christ self, in the person of the I Am Presence. Understanding this, we move forward on the foundation as to why it is so important that we not only enlist the help of angels, but that we exercise the authority of the Son of God that is within us, and in the name of the I am that I am, we command these legions of angels to go forth, to stop war, to rescue life, to find and give us the cure for AIDS, to deal and tackle with all problems in our society, in our schools, in our families, in our homes, in ourselves, in our own psychology. We can call upon angels to do anything, and if we call with love and according to the will of God and his laws, they will never ever fail to answer us. The booklet you have on angels contains prayers, decrees, songs, fiats to the angels, and we're going to be using them throughout this class. So now I will get on with my message to you about angels. Angels are flames of living fire, sacred fire. Sacred fire of God is not hot, it is cool, except when it touches discord or misqualified energy. When you come into the aura of an angel or he comes into your aura, he will not leave you as he has found you. And so by his very living, flaming presence, you may feel the alchemy of transmutation, of the consuming of old stubbornness and pride. It is a humbling experience, profoundly humbling. Angels are extensions of God's presence, and they manifest in a form that we can recognize. They are ministering servants. They tend our spirits, our minds, our souls, our bodies. 
They are sent by God as messengers to deliver his word. They have a multitude of functions. They protect us, they guide us, strengthen us, heal us, comfort us, teach us, counsel us, and they warn us. I perceive that angels are angles of God's consciousness. God is infinite, we cannot know him in mortal consciousness. But angels can reveal various sides of God's nature, angles of God, that we would not perceive on our own. They are like our second sight. They are like looking through the all-seeing eye of God at God himself without God quite knowing that we are watching him. They come in at every point and angle and vector of the universe to deliver their light to our bodies. They give us a literal transfusion to our organs, to every part of us. But the key is we must welcome them. We must call upon them. This is the contract, or if you will, the covenant that God, our Father, Mother, made with us when we left out of that glorious presence and gradually descended into the veils of illusion, of imperfection, and of forgetfulness of his laws and therefore disobedience to his laws. God said to us very lovingly, you have gone out of our presence, you have chosen to be in lesser octaves, lower vibrations, you have chosen to have your own way and to do things your way, you have chosen to exercise the gift I have given to you of free will, but you have chosen not to exercise it, to always choose the will of God, but rather to manifest your own willfulness. So here is what we're going to do. We, your father, mother, are going to give you this vast matter universe for exploration, discovery, and specifically, we're assigning you to planet Earth. And you can do anything you want to do. Of course, there is the law of karma. As a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You can learn the consequences of your actions that are not in keeping with our laws. We will not interfere. We will not interfere with anything at all. We give you totally free reign. The records of cataclysms, of wars of the gods on the ancient continent of Lemuria or Atlantis, past ages that have no records whatsoever in our history books, attest to the fact that God has been true to his word. He has not interceded when a little child is perhaps burned in a fire. He has not interceded when six million Jews were burned in concentration camps and these were God's chosen people. He has left Catholic, Protestant, Muslim, Hindu alike to their own devices and to their subsequent karma. But he has said, if you call to me, if you call upon the Lord, if you praise my name, if you ask me to send intercessors in the persons of my angels, I will send them immediately to your side. And according to your karma, according to your situation, you may have complete and ultimate divine intercession or some sort of aid. This is the law and the covenant that God has made with us. What an incredibly rich vein. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's um, take a break right now. We'll come back and listen to more from this lecture in just a moment. Please stay with us. 
invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. You're listening to The Open Door radio program from the Summit Lighthouse, and today we're talking about angels. And one of the things we heard during the lecture excerpt just played a moment ago was that angels are our caretakers. They are made from a flame of fire, of God's fire, and they will come when we call, which I think is a really amazing thing. Um, Now, one of the questions, of course, in many people's minds is, well, if they come when we call, why why does the response time vary? Well, let's let this uh, next excerpt kind of pick up on that question, okay? So here it goes with Elizabeth Clare Prophet talking more about contacting angels. So the reason why there is a delayed reaction of God answering us through his angels is that we have put so many walls of barriers of our karma, of our negative consciousness, of our defiance of God between us and him, that now we have to carve a hole through this very dense wall of protection we have built to protect our human ego and our right to be who we are as somebody important apart from God. By and by, some of us, hopefully most of us, get very tired of this merry-go-round of being our own person and falling on our noses and on our faces, embodiment after embodiment. 
and we are humbled by God and his presence, by our love for his son, and we say, I want no more of this. I want to live my life according to the will of God. I want to serve him. I want to help others find him. And I'm no longer going to use my free will except in confirmation of God's will. When we decide to turn around and face the Son of God and the Son of our I Am Presence and walk that homeward path, we will have to pick up every step of the way, every step we take, our karma, our mistakes, our unkind words, our arguments, all of those things that are not of God. And we must balance that karma. We do so by invoking the violet flame and by service to life. And the grace of the Son of God is that this process can be accelerated. And so we do not believe that it will take us millions of years and manvantaras to get back to God. But that in fact, by diligence and service, this process can happen in this lifetime or a couple of lifetimes. But we need to take the teachings of Jesus Christ and Saint Germain and apply them because there are things we definitely need to do if we expect to stand in the presence of the Son of God and claim that Son as our real self and be drawn as he was in the ascension to the heart of the I am that I am. The ascension is the goal of your life. And as a matter of fact, it is the Archangel Gabriel who comes to you, whether you are conscious of it or not, comes to your soul and announces to you, this is the lifetime when you can make it. This is the lifetime when, if you do all things well, that door will swing wide and you will attain union with God to go out no more. You will no longer have to return, reincarnating lifetime after lifetime to clean up what you did in the last lifetime and 10 and 20, 30 embodiments ago. And so angels are here to help us find our way back home if that's where we want to go. And if we tell them we want to serve God on earth for many lifetimes, they will be with us on earth for many lifetimes and help us in whatever our calling from God is. Angels have enormous auras of light. And what they do best is to intensify the feelings of God in our beings. Feelings of love and faith and hope. Of honor and courage and mercy. Every virtue that you can think of that is ennobling, that assists others, that brings us closer to God. Angels will come into your aura when you are in a moment of greatest tragedy and bring comfort and a sense that all is well, even though you are devastated. We are so often supported by angels that we almost take them for granted and do not realize how much worse life could be on earth without their loving presence. Angels sometimes take on human form and then they move among us as our truest friends and helpers. The ancient myth of the fall of angels is actually true. And when therefore the good angels who cast them out of heaven under Archangel Michael saw that these fallen angels in the earth went about to make war against the children of God the good angels said, we will volunteer. We want to go down and take 
physical embodiment and be born through human mothers so that we can personally walk and talk with people and warn them of the evils of fallen angels who rise to power in the money markets of the world, in the economy, in the governments of the nations and make a mess of them and take the people's light and take the people's money and torment the people with things like drugs and liquor, nicotine, all of the vices that come upon people to take them away from God. We want to go out and preach the word and proclaim the message of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, whom we worship. And so you will find that even your best friend or your greatest confidant or someone close to you was once an angel and began to embody on earth and now has continued to embody in the evolution of the sons and daughters of God. As you know, the Apostle Paul was inspired by angels to say to the rest of the disciples and to the people, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. We're not always aware that someone who is lending a helping hand is an angel in disguise. Archangels are the captains or hierarchs of the angelic hosts. They preside over what are called the seven rays. You can see the seven rays in the seven rings of the great causal body that surrounds the I Am Presence. Those are actually spheres of light. Your I Am Presence and causal body as one is a replica of the spheres of light that surround the spiritual physical center of our spirit and matter cosmos that we cannot even see. It is called the great central sun. And so these spheres of color bands are worlds within worlds. So these seven rays denote seven planes of consciousness. And the seven archangels occupy each one of them with their divine complement, one of those seven rays. The divine complement of an archangel is known as an archaea. And the plural is archaei. Archangels, as I have said, are emanations of God. They are the direct extensions of God. They embody the fullness of the presence of God. When we understand that, we can understand the mystery of Exodus, which explains that Moses looked and he saw in the bush that burned but was not consumed an angel of the Lord. And then pretty soon, as it goes on, it is the Lord himself who is speaking to Moses. How did the angel of the Lord become the Lord? I am that I am. It is because an archangel has the stature of being the full presence and embodiment of the living God, of the Almighty One, who is manifest to you in that I am presence. If you visualize the one God as the great central sun, a blazing presence of light, as you understand the unmanifest and manifest God, and you see the rays coming forth from the sun, even as you see these rays on the chart, you can see angels as the ray of light. And you can see that a ray of light actually contains all the fullness of God, even as the proverbial drop in the ocean contains all the elements of the sea. So when you stand in the presence of an archangel, you stand in the presence of God. It is awesome. Archangels are architects. They plan and design 
what is happening in the entire cosmos, age after age. God uses them to draft the plans for his projects and to execute those plans along with the nature spirits and the manifestation of God as Elohim. Archangels arc God's light to man, to our very heart. They quicken our hearts to convey the divine blueprint. When you know who you are and what you're going to do in life and your course of study, your mission, your profession, your calling, how did you know it? Did you think it up? Well, you might have thought you thunk it up, but in fact, an angel may have arced that light from your I am presence because you are not in exactly the fullest attunement with that I am presence and arced that awareness, that inner knowingness, that sense, this is what I have to do in this life. Indeed. <laughs> and angels are here to help us find our way home. We'll be back in a moment. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And once again, we are back. Thanks for staying with us. So, how do we work with angels? Let's cut to the chase. That's a great question because, you know, we've learned here that there's many things that angels can do. Mm -hmm. And um, you, if you don't ask them to help you, they can't because they're bound by law. They can't interfere in free will. So, hey, let's let's get them into our lives. And um, how you do that is through the call, through asking for help. And it's very simple. You just say, in the name of my mighty I am presence and holy Christ self, I call to you, beloved Archangel Michael, to protect my children this day as they go to school, as they're in school. Walk with them, overshadow them, and let this be done according to your will. Simple as that. It is. Yeah, we know that uh, in certain extreme situations, you can make that call, Archangel Michael, help me, help me, help me. That's right. And it incorporates the call, it incorporates the focus, of course, and we in our hearts know where we need them most. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, you're, if you're seeing that there's going to be an imminent 
accident on the highway. Just, Archangel Michael, help me, help me, help me. Just that mm-hmm. quickly and boom, just like your little triumph turned over. And, uh, yeah. Right. Well, you know, there's a book I really recommend. It's How to Work with Angels. It's a pocket guide by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, which you can get at the Summit Lighthouse um, bookstore. I think it's TSL or the summitlighthouse.org. Either one. Slash a forward slash bookstore, and there's a story in here of some people that just learned about Archangel Michael, and they were giving something called traveling protection, which right. is Lord Michael before, Lord Michael behind, etc. I won't do it right now for time, but and they were hit by a semi truck, and um, it tells how the one of the people was pinned underneath this mm-hmm. truck, and all she could think she couldn't even say it was Archangel Michael, help me, help me, help me, and she thought it, and in that period of time the truck lifted enough for her to move so she could breathe Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there's stories in this book about um the archangels and there's also 10 steps 10 steps Mm -hmm. a 10-step plan on how to work with angels (laughs) yeah it's great it really is and it is a pocket guide very easy to carry in your pocket or purse Mm -hmm. and you can also find that on amazon if you wish Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, how to work with angels is one of our i think 12 or 13 pocket guides now on various topics. We also have a book uh, we mentioned earlier on, and we're not going to get into the Fallen Angels at at this point. We've done other shows on them, but Fallen Angels Among Us is a very interesting read. I highly recommend that. And also, you want to talk about this other book, our most recent book. Yeah, Talk with Angels. Um, This book is so beautiful. I was saying before we started, it's almost like the angels are popping out of the pages (laughs) because they're so beautiful pictures. But more than that, the information is very, very practical and profound. And um, what it does is goes through the seven archangels and explains their specialty. You know, they each have a specialty, and she, and and Elizabeth Claire Prophet alluded to that. And there's there's a page on each archangel, and it tells you. And we were talking earlier. What do you call for? Which angel do you call to? Mm-hmm. Well, for instance, Jophiel um, is on the second ray of illumination, and so if you're a student and you need help with studies, (laughs) this is a great archangel to call because his quality is wisdom, illumination, and enlightenment. And um, so, you know, you you can just just know a little bit. You don't have to know a lot here. You just need to know, I need to call the angels. I call them according to my higher self. You know, know who you are as a son or daughter of God. You know, this isn't rocket science, you might say. You know, and and (laughs) when, as we're praying and making calls, when we have the opportunity and the time to be precise, precision does help. It Mm -hmm. allows us to focus that intention and that light in a very specific way. But occasionally we don't have that option. It's got to happen now, and you just got to make that call. It's Mm -hmm. an omnibus call, and miracles occur. And you were talking about your triumph. I can tell you a very quick story about. Myself driving back from the Oregon coast in a driving rainstorm, not seeing a hairpin turn, I literally went off, and I went and we went down an embankment. I called Archangel Michael in my heart. I didn't even say the words, but I don't know how I did it. In the air, I pushed the four-wheel drive button on my Toyota. When I hit the when I hit the mud at the bottom, this was a, like a quagmire. Turned the wheel, and I just hit the gas pedal I went right up the embankment I got back to the highway oh my goodness and the only and I thought to myself because I hit the sign it was a big danger sign and I took that sign out I got to the end uh, I got to a point where I could pull over and I got out and there was a guy in a car behind me he's looking through his windshield at me shaking his head it's like I flew somehow or other I made it 
down and up an embankment where I should, by all rights, have turned over three or four times, where I've probably been pinned in the mud. I had a scratch on my car. To this day, I still drive this car. Oh, I have a, you look at my car, you see this right across the, the side panel, there's a, there's a gash. I keep it that way just to remind me. But I, I mean, it was miraculous. It's an archangel's fingernail. <laughs> it was well, something. <laughs> what's, what's really interesting is a few days ago, there was a story of a man who went over a cliff. I don't know if you read it. No. Um, he went over a cliff in his car, and he was pinned in his car for three days. Oh, my gosh. And he couldn't get to his cell phone. And some people were driving along, and, this, and they decided to stop just above where this man was down the cliff and the lady was going to take a picture. She got out to take a picture and she looked down and saw his car. And it Mm. was like, this is in the news. And to me, they didn't say it, but I'm sure that that man, he must have been praying or there was archangels looking for him or angels looking out for him. And um, because, I mean, what are the chances? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, indeed. There's so many stories of the angels and what I think is so magnificent about the angels is that they're here to help us. And, you know, we have wars and we have things going on between different religions. I think the angels are the unifying factor because all of these different re- religions all believe in divine intercession, believe in God, believe in angels, and particularly Archangel Michael. You know, they, That's right. they, the, the Christian, the Catholic, the Muslims, yeah. the, the, the Jews. Eastern, you know? Eastern Orthodox. And, and it, Russian, look at the statues you see of Archangel Michael there. Yeah, and if we, if we, if everyone was praying to angels, you know, I think the world would be a much better place. Well, I totally agree with that, and I think that as far as you know, the the thesis of today's program being how to work with angels, we already know. I mean, the answer is you make the call, you make it with as much precision as you have time and opportunity to do then you let God answer the call. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a bit, you know, kind of the cue up to the last lecture excerpt we heard, which was why does God's answer to our prayer sometimes vary in terms of the response time? Well, karma. You know, we have a lot to, you know, they talked about cutting through that dense, the dense density of our karma. Well, the angels are here to help us find our way home. And one of their, their goals is to help us alleviate as much as they can through the mercy of God, our karma. They don't solve it for us. But they give us the opportunity to allow us to survive enough to be able to get as much of that you know, transmitted as possible. Well, it's you know, if you thing. have an accident or something, you might lose a leg or a couple of legs instead of your life, for instance, you know, based upon oh. your angelic assistance, you know. Well, and, and the and degree to which you've already bound some of that karma, too. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how they call St. Germain is called the seventh angel. He brings the violet flame to transmute mm-hmm. our karma. Yeah. And one of the uh, archangels is Archangel Zachiel, and he is on the violet ray. And so the angels also bring this mercy and this violet flame to consume our karma. And um, there's so many gifts that they bring. And, Indeed. you know, it, we, we could talk for probably hours, couldn't <laughs> we, could, we, we Tom? Could. We just scratched the surface, <laughs> yes, Marla. Yes, that's true. Well, you know, one, one thing that we should, you know, tell people that you can certainly do is go to summitlighthouse.org mm-hmm. and look for the events tab. Um, look for different um, news of upcoming events, including potential webinars on the subject of yeah. angels. We've, yeah. we've done some already, I guess, and we could do more, certainly. But we do this on a regular basis because we know how important this is. So do come to the website, take a look around, and look at it under angels in particular, and you'll probably find plenty of stuff to keep you busy. Yeah. 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 And just remember to make the call. Try it out. Yeah, try and, it out. And see how it works for you. It's just, in the name of my mighty and presence, I call to you. 
archangels or angels or whoever you can, if you can't remember their names, just make the call. And uh, I like to visualize there, there, we've got a lot of mountains and hills around here, and they're just waiting on the hillside, yep. waiting to come down and to give us assist. And they will. Yep. They'll come when we call. Yeah. So what should somebody do if they want to get in touch with us, Terry? Well, we invite them to contact us at webradio at tsl.org, yep. webradio at tsl.org. And I love getting these we these do. emails. We'd love to hear from you. So please yeah. send us your comments, your suggestions, your ideas. And also want to say thank you again to Reverend Carla Healy for joining us today on this subject. Uh, I hope we have you back again sometime. Yeah, it's love been, to. It's been great fun. The hour goes by so fast. Feels mm-hmm. like five minutes. That's <laughs> right. We're done. And again, you know, there are books out there. You can find those books by going to our bookstore on tsl.org. Um, we have a new bookstore, in fact. You'll, you'll be happy to see that. It's really quite good and quite comprehensive. Mm-hmm. So do go there. And in the meantime... As we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. We'll be back. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.